Chapter 12. Code Black. After treating that patient, we had a short meeting with the other healers as the situation headed for the worst-case scenario. We all knew what that meant as he stared wordlessly into each other's eyes and nodded sadly. We can't go on like this anymore. So from now on, it's code black. Uncle Gobe stated what was already on everyone's mind. It took courage and authority from a senior doctor to say those words, because it meant that from now on, we would be forsaking the lives of some patients. That's right. We're going to leave some of them to die. Code Black. The situation that no medical practitioner wants to find him or herself in. Ever. In emergency situations where there are more patients than the medical staff could handle, patients will be categorized based on their probability of survival. Only those labeled as having high and medium probability of survival will be given treatment. Those that were beyond saving were automatically categorized as black and will receive no medical attention. That's right. We are now mandated to leave some people to die. I bit my lower lip, all the while my hands were moving to treat the patient lying on his back in front of me on a stretcher. Looking up momentarily was a mistake. All I saw were more patient being rushed in, all on stretchers. Shit. How far have we progressed? Ren asked his messengers from the front lines in a calm voice. The second wave of soldiers combined with the first have already entered the main part of town as you have planned, your highness. The messenger reported before bowing low to show his respect. The war is coming to a climax. Can I join the foray now? Ren asked while his horse perked up at the opportunity to go into battle. No, your highness, you must not go into battle. The emperor has absolutely forbid it, else he'll have my head. Please stay behind. Shin cried out in protest. This is so boring, Ren muttered under his breath. Black, black, and yet another black patient. I closed my eyes for a moment and will this to just be a dream. When I reopened my eyes, the same chaotic scene greeted me. The number of black patients with no chance of survival increased exponentially. I didn't even have time to hold their hand as they slowly passed away from their injuries. This is insane. When will this battle end? There is no way we can win this war. Why are we even fighting? Lin, take this. Uncle Gobe called my name before throwing me more bandages and cloth. Soon our medical supply will be running low. If the number of patients keep on rising, not only will we not have enough staff, but we also wouldn't have enough supplies and medicines to treat them with as well. Excuse me, mister. How is the situation outside? I asked hopefully. Not good, was the soldier's brief answer as he headed out of the tent after leaving behind his injured comrade for our treatment. I didn't need to do the math to know that more patients died rather than survive at my hands. I wanted to scream cry and then black out. I'm just not skilled enough to save them. This is my fault. If I had more skill, if I had developed better medicines and potions, perhaps they didn't have to die. Perhaps I could have saved more of them. I watched as many pairs of eyes lost their sparkle of life and many hands fell limp as death claimed them. The whole place smelled of blood mixed with herb and medicine. My clothes, my arms, and face were covered all in blood. Blood that wasn't mine. There are more patients outside, a woman called out. Shit, 
I grabbed whatever medical supplies that I had left and ran out of the camp to treat the new patients arriving outside. How long do I have to sit here without any action? Ren complained, his voice plagued with boredom. Stop complaining, your highness, Shin replied curtly. I hate it when you use that tone with me, Ren teased his best friend. Then stop acting like a spoiled child already, Shin said with mock annoyance. Is that how you address your crown prince? Ren asked mockingly, eyeing his best friend who was also astride his horse. When we're alone, yes. Who else will keep you in check? You're the crown prince, Ren. You can't go out in the midst of random battles anymore. Your old man is going to wring my neck. Shin started to lecture Ren endlessly. It should be around this time that the enemy will offer to negotiate terms of surrender. If I'm not wrong, a messenger should be arriving soon. This is getting more and more boring by the minute. Hopefully, the usage of the secret passages had saved us some time and some men. Your Highness, a representative from the town of Amber Leaves has come to negotiate terms of surrender. A young soldier informed Ren and Shin. How insolent of them to send a mere representative and be expected to meet in person with the crown prince. Shin spat as he moved his horse forward. Shin, Ren said in a low voice as he gestured for Shin to remain still. It is all going as planned. I won't meet with the representative, so please give these terms from the Emperor of the Flame Dragon Empire to the representative. If he agrees to all the terms, we will cease this war and retreat at once. Ren stated emotionlessly, handing the young soldier a scroll bearing the Empire's crest. Yes, your highness, the messenger replied stiffly. I'll go along to meet the representative. Ren, you stay here with the guards. Shin said as he followed the messenger. Sure, Ren replied in agreement. Finally, Shin has left my side. Shin is my best friend, but he is super strict and follows father's order to the letter. He would flip if he found out what I'm about to do. Guards, come with me, I ordered in my authoritative voice. Shin or no Shin, I'm the crown prince here. Although they seemed a little shocked, the guards decided to comply and followed me not like they had a choice since the very beginning. To be continued.